Hi, this is Brittany from Creative Wedding Podcast, and today I'm with Zach. Um, I know it's been a few weeks since I posted a new episode, but I've been busy, so don't hate me. Um, Zach, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and your business? Hey, uh, first, happy to be on the podcast. This is really cool. Um, My name is Zach Marion. I am 50% of Zach and Rosalie Photography. Um, We are a uh, husband and wife team out of southeast Missouri Um, so we're just like kind of in the midwest but you know we're in that five state area of like Missouri Kentucky Tennessee Arkansas Illinois you know all the states but yeah um, we are uh, wedding photographers and engagement photographers yeah that's us (laughs) <laughs> so basically you're in the armpit of america armpit. like i am currently yeah yes i call it the armpit it um, the it's armpit. pretty awful <laughs> yeah it doesn't know uh, if it's south or midwest we, we don't know what we are yeah it's it's a weird mixture um so you guys just rebranded can you tell me about everything that changed yeah um so we worked with a designer named uh, aaron joel underwood he Worked with us for quite a while. Um, it was mainly our fault that it took so long. But um, I, I feel like with our new design, we wanted to represent kind of a shift away from the norm of, um, I don't know, the, the wedding industry. Um, and kind of brand ourselves as more of a, like a risk-taking team uh, and add more of our personal style. Like our personal style was definitely there, but we now have more like a personal flair that we wanted to show off kind of attract maybe like a, a clientele that's on our wavelength, fearless, kind of ready to ready down to just do anything really. Um, we just wanted to just change it up, show people that we're a little bit different. So what do you consider the norm then in the industry? Well, um, I'd say right now, definitely, and it's a and it's a good thing. The un unprompted, or I'm sorry, uh, the prompted unposed uh, vibe, and that's definitely something that we love. I mean, we love show, showcasing uh, couples that just kind of have a natural feel, uh, that look kind of like an effortless, uh, like an effortless love between them, and that's something that we still really want to hold on to but we wanted to showcase uh, kind of a more artistic, artistic approach to it. Um, Not necessarily posing like your, you know, your Sears or your Kmart style uh, posing, which I mean, we we could do that if the the couple wanted to, but um, just branching out to something new away from that. Um, You mentioned last night when we were talking about this, that you like to create more produced images. What does that mean? So by produced, um, kind of what I'm getting at is something that can only exist within the photo. So when the viewer is looking at it, they have to acknowledge that, hey, I'm looking at, I'm looking at something that has been created. You know, I'm, I'm, looking at, um, I'm looking at a piece of art. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, it's, it's almost like breaking the fourth wall where the viewer has to look at it and say, oh, this isn't something that normal humans would do, but I like it. <laughs> um, so 
You also do a lot of candid work. Um, how does that differ from the produce work? Like, yeah. how are you implementing both into your sessions? So the candid stuff is is something that I'm like extremely passionate about. I love just documenting little fleeting moments throughout the day, um, stuff that the couple definitely would miss. Like, the, it's not something that they're going to be paying attention to on the wedding day, and when they open it up, when they open up their gallery, you know, they see, you know, a grandma hanging out with a cousin. And like, oh, I didn't see that moment. I'm really glad that that was taken. Um, but that's something that I, I've always loved, like just capturing mundaneness. I don't even know if that's a word, but like just the normal things that happen at every single wedding and making something unique out of it. Just like capturing small little details uh, that typically you may not even realize are happening. But I wanted to incorporate something that would give the couple not only those little moments, but give them something that they can take and, and say, Oh, this is, this is unique to my wedding only. This is something that doesn't happen at all weddings. This is a, a creation that, that we and the photographers made together. And it's like a unique piece of art that kind of, I don't know, but commemorates the day, but you know, something that is uniquely theirs that they can take away from it and be proud of. So what do your clients normally end up sharing? Are they sharing the candid stuff or are they sharing like the more produced work or is it a mixture of both? Um, I'd say it's, it's definitely a mixture, but with us kind of stepping out and, and doing more of the experimental stuff, I would hope that in the future more of that would be showcased. But I really am proud of the candid stuff because it, I feel like that's it probably edges out the more experimental stuff because those are the ones that that really bring them back to that day because when we deliver, you know, some time has passed. So they have at least a little bit of time to be nostalgic for that day, even though, you know, it's not like a lot of time, but they can look back and say, Oh, there's my sister holding my, you know, my niece or whatever. And, and uh, you know, they have that nostalgia for that day and seeing their family members being close and being the, the love that everyone is sharing together or, that's definitely something that, that they love to share. So, and I, and we're definitely proud of that. We, we love capturing that stuff. So I'm saying so a lot and I apologize <laughs> everyone. So what? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, during your sessions and like portrait sessions during weddings, are you giving people prompts for the candid stuff? Uh, the candid stuff, we do have like a small little batch of prompts that we do to make it look candid but we really only pull those out if it's a couple that is is very uncomfortable behind the camera. I feel like uh, we are both really good at making people people comfortable. Uh, I, I I don't know if it's just like a combination of our personalities coming together, but we're good at making people comfortable. But you know, you do have those clients that are like, I haven't taken, I haven't had my picture taken since third grade, and they you know they just don't know what to do. So we can we have little prompts that make them look like they're very candid um i there's one that i invented that's it's super lame but i call it the uh the brooklyn bridge and it's like they hold their they like double high five each other and <laughs> then like they take a step towards each other and meet with a kiss <laughs> and, that's cute and it, it but it looks so uh it looks so natural <laughs> in photos but i'm like i'm gonna have you guys do this and you might think it's weird but that's okay and but the, the photos always look cool I'm definitely stealing that um, for my next session. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah. Not going to credit you. This I'm is, taking all credit. You could just say, here's a Missouri original. <laughs> 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 I, yeah, honestly, I think um, making people comfortable and reading people's moods is yeah. one of the most important things oh, yeah. that we can learn how to do sure. as photographers. Because I've been around other photographers shooting who have not been able to do that. And it's been super fucking awkward. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you doing? Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are some of your favorite techniques to use at a wedding or a session now? Because you guys have been killing it. Like, <laughs> I just wish I could be you right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, as far as techniques outside of, you know, using the couple like or telling the couple what to do, <laughs> bossing them around i guess uh is using the light to our advantage uh something that we've really been messing around with lately is uh, shadows and tonal range so it's like really cool word for just like light and dark but <laughs> trying to squeeze in uh very dark images and light images into the same whole image so like using the shadows and overexposure to our, our, our benefit, um, placing couples in lighting situations that are usually taboo, you know, like, Oh, this is really cool. Spotty light. Let's use that. Or here's some really bright light and a really dark shadow. Let's use that. Uh, and, and that's something that we've really been playing around with. Um, I like to mess around with overexposure. So, um, like placing the couple in direct sunlight and using those harsh lights and harsh shadows to my advantage. And I love using uh, slow shutter. I mean, that's something shutter dragging. I've, I've used that for a while. I, I started out as a uh, dorky teenager going to metal concerts <laughs> and seeing like other metal photographers using shutter dragging. And I was like, I want to learn how to do that. So that I just learned how to do that from that. <laughs> And now I use it. I use it with every wedding. Uh, yeah, I do that at, during almost every reception if I can. Yeah. I, um, I just, oh yeah, the lights. It's just so cool. Yeah. yeah. And I see tons of photographers doing it, and I'm, and I'm like, yeah, I want more of that. It's totally cool, and it captures action and motion. Um, yeah. And that's another thing I use a lot. I love motion. Is definitely one of my biggest things that I try to do. I feel like images can be more impactful and compelling whenever. Um, the viewer sees motion happening and it doesn't always mean, you know, blurry shutter drags, but like if the couple is mobile in any way, it, it yeah. does, it's a cool emotional thing that the viewer can immerse themselves in. So because you guys just rebranded, how are you preparing your new clients coming in for all of this new stuff and all the new use of light and yeah you know, the sh shutter drags and all the cool stuff that you guys have been doing? Well, we're pushing that to the forefront. And we've already had a couple of um, clients like on the wedding day, like, hey, I, really, I saw something really cool. I want you to do that. And we're like, okay, we'll do it. Um, or they'll see something uh, that they would like us to reproduce that we have done. And I think that's really cool because I'm sure you've ran into this before where a couple will show you a photograph that, somebody else did or they saw on Pinterest or something and they're like, I want you to do this. And, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I, I want you to like me. 
And it's cool when they're like, hey, I saw this and you took this photo. I don't want you to do this. And I think that's that's really cool. And that's something that um, I don't know if we've prepared couples for, but kind of showcasing what we can do and seeing them react to that is has been really neat already. Yeah, I've definitely run into that. And anytime someone, it, it obviously hasn't happened in a long time, but yeah. um, back in the day, when people would send me other people's photos, I would just be like, Hey, can you go through my work and pull photos that you like instead? Oh, yeah. And it's not their so fault. Can, How would they know? Yeah. But, no, it's yeah. not their fault. It's 100% our fault for not like educating yeah, in yeah. the first place. But yeah. Um, it's a good way to look at it for sure. But it's always good. Like even when that would happen when I was new, like it was always good for me to like take a second to look at the photos they were sending me to see. Yeah what it was that they liked about that photo. Um, yeah. Like what, what emotional response. Did they yeah. Have? And sometimes it was just like a generic photo, but other times they would send me really cool stuff, which would help me. So yeah. Cause if, they, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this and your clients are doing that, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And you're not going to be like, no, I'm not going to yeah. do that. I hate that type of style. <laughs> Just like gently remind them to pull from your own work instead. For sure. Um, so who are your favorite artists and where do you draw inspiration from? Well, um, a lot. What I like to do is kind of align myself with artists that I have absolutely no chance of ever being anywhere remotely as good as. <laughs> because that keeps me from doing any type of copying <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I... I'm not like afraid of, but I'm always like, no, I don't want to like skirt too close to their style, but I love their style. Um, I really love like the photographer that I've really been getting into lately is uh, one named August Sonder. Um, and he is a photographer from pre world war one Germany. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and he had this idea of photographing just normal blue collar workers um, all over Germany. And that, that, that was like during a time where you you would get your photograph taken if you had some you know money or you were a higher class. And he was taking pictures of just you know regular people. And it, it was it's just really cool to look at his work and see these normal people getting these amazing like dignified portraits. And his work also I feel like kind of breaks the fourth wall where. You're looking at an image of a normal person, but like, you know, it's, it's not a normal photograph. It's something that he put a lot of effort and time into, even if it's just like, he has one that's a, it's like a bricklayer and he's carrying bricks on his back, which sounds like the hardest job ever, but it's just like the, one of the most amazing photos. He has like a, a streak of dark down one half of his body. And then there's light streaking over his, uh, his other arm and his head and it's just like an amazing photograph of just a dude working and that's something that i want to try to emulate you know even if it's just a regular couple or a regular wedding i want to put that much effort and artistic value into their day even if it's like oh, i can't believe i have another another wedding at this venue you know i, I want to put that much time and energy into giving them something special because to them you know, it's not another wedding. Are there any other types of artists like painters that you yeah, um, follow? 
I love, uh, there's a painter, a 20th, 20th century painter named uh, Andrew Wyeth. And uh, he kind of has this cool way of painting people that they seem to never, like the, the subject seems to never acknowledge the viewer. So huh. I like to use that as a way to inform my candid photography where uh, I don't know if it's like just kind of being stealthy, but the way he painted, he painted people like sleeping or hanging out, uh, like sitting in their doorway or sitting on their farm. Like, and, and the, the portraits were always just, do, does this person know that I'm looking at them? Like almost crosses into like, almost like a voyeuristic way. And I, I, I really like to use that style when I'm doing kind of the, the getting ready uh, images, you know, when the guys are uh, all, you know, it seems like groomsmen always like take shots or chow down on a bunch of burgers or something. I like to just make it look like I'm not even there. Like you're, you're, you as the viewer, you're getting this like special little access to a day that you didn't go to or you weren't at that part of the wedding. And I just love being stealthy, <laughs> sneaking around without being too creepy. Cause I, w I always have that moment where I'm like, all right, I'm taking a picture of you putting your shirt on, man. Um, just pretend I'm not here. <laughs> it's always kind of weird. So I always have to do that because people always want to like turn and smile at oh, me yeah. creepily. I'm just like, what are you doing? Please, there's, please quit. There's always the guy that's like, all right, I'm going to take a picture of you. Don't look at me. And then he turns and gives yeah. you like, a 10 out of 10 smile. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, please stop. Uh, are you finding him? That was a really strange R. I'm so awkward. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, are you finding inspiration for music and films as well? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, on the film side, I feel like that's actually where I get the most benefit artistically is just watching films. Um, it's, my brother and I, when we were in high school, it was like our, our main hobby is watching movies. And these days, um, I really like uh, the films of Denis Villeneuve. He's a director. He did uh, the new Blade Runner movie. He did uh, a Jake Gyllenhaal movie called Enemy. He did a sci-fi movie called Arrival. And what's cool about... I love Arrival. Yeah, the movie's great. It's so good. What's cool about his films is each one kind of has their own distinct color palette um but when you watch it you can tell like you're watching this guy's movies and i've always thought it'd be kind of cool to be able to incorporate uh, very distinct color palettes within different sessions but someone can point at it and say oh that's uh that's the work of uh this guy i know him uh, even though you know each each set may have completely different a completely different vibe um, yeah and then uh, I think that would be really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I think on the last episode, I heard you mention Roma. You you watched Roma recently? I love Roma so much. I watched it back in April. Yeah, that guy, um, Alfonso <clears throat> Cuaron, he, I love his stuff too. He directed um, The Prisoner of Azkaban, which is my favorite Harry Potter. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, and I love that one because it's so dark and it has all these like just really cool uh, scenes that are um, uh, he, he has a he has a signature style of uh, like a single take where he, the camera never cuts away. Um, yeah, he does that a lot in Roma, and there's a movie called Children of Men. 
and uh, it's just like a really cool little thing to do. And one of the things I, I could never do it in in photography, but one of the things that he does in Prisoner of Azkaban is every scene, like when he ends a scene, it fades to black, or no, it fades from or when he starts, it fades from black. And I've always thought that was just really cool, like fading from black. There's no way I could ever do that in you know a photo. But. You could do that in video if you guys started doing video. Yeah. That would be really freaking cool. Yeah, I'm going to start video. Honestly. I'll do some fades from black. <laughs> I mean, I would love to start video, but I am really bad at video. I, um, I think I could do but video, that would but be, I would never edit. <laughs> I just hate yeah, editing. that would be so cool. Yeah. What'd she say? She said we did one wedding video, which is true. We did one wedding video for her cousin. That's and bad. the whole day we were like, we're getting some cool shots. And then, and then, and then we, 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 uh, we, she said that she forgot to, um, turn on the audio. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things time. I want to invest in is to get Ben and Ashley to mentor me in video. Yeah. Yeah. We have um, some, they're amazing. we have some friends that are amazing videographers. We actually, um, our little St. Louis session that we did. Um, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's the one where they're like, um, both wearing really cool like it's ball the, towns, the, like orange. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one that you featured yeah, yeah. the photo with the double exposure, the like crazy double exposure. Uh, um, that's them. They're they're amazing videographers. I can't wait to see that. You should add them to the group. Oh, yeah. um, for sure. Um, because I love video, and I want to start featuring video on the wedding blog too yeah i'll send you their uh, stuff they're great yeah send it to me um <laughs> films, <laughs> little chat what 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 are their names phil films by jennifer yeah they're cool and they're just awesome. so uh, how are you incorporating the music and like the film and the artwork into your own work well music wise um i one thing i started doing was oh wait can you hear me still sorry yeah, I can okay. still hear you. My headphones were yeah. wonky. Okay, um, so I've always been kind of like an amateur um, music curator. So I know that probably is just like sounds like a fancy way to say I make playlists, <laughs> but <laughs> but I like to compile playlists that all have like a, a unique vibe or like a unique origin with the music. So like I'm really into like researching music and learning about music. Um, and Rosalie one day was like, "Why don't you use that?" for our business. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I could, I could use that somehow. So I started trying to connect with couples and learn what they're into, what kind of music they're into and like what kind of vibe they want for their wedding. And I would use that to inform uh, like a unique curated playlist, especially for them. So when we deliver uh, the, the gallery, whether it be like a wedding or an engagement, I give them like a cool little playlist to listen to while they're scrolling through their images. <clears throat> and uh, uh, and I think Rosalie said that we could like put it with a slideshow too. But That's so um, nice. It's just like a cool way to use my love of music to uh, give the couple just like a cool little soundtrack. And a lot of times we have couples that are like very into music and have really good taste. So it's super easy to just make like a hundred track playlist for them. Like, oh, sorry, this playlist is like three hours long, but whatever, you can listen to it. <laughs> this is your road trip playlist now. Yeah, yeah, you have to listen to this and tell me what you think. 
Um, and as far as like filmmaking, um, I've actually, I love, there's a cinematographer named Roger Deakins and uh, he's just one of those guys that has made, you know, every movie that somebody likes, it's probably, you know, he has made it. Like I think Shawshank Redemption is one of his biggest that he's done. Uh, Fargo, No Country for Old Men. But I love taking stills from my favorite films and putting them together. And this sounds lame, but like making a Pinterest board of my favorite film stills and then like looking at it all day as I'm photographing and thinking, how can I recreate this scene where it's like a bunch of gangsters getting shot, but for a wedding? <laughs> yeah, I have I have a hidden Pinterest board like that, but it's like mostly Roma scenes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a cool one. Yeah. yeah, but that's very smart. I wish more people would do that. Um, I think it would help them a lot with their posing and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Honestly, yeah, yeah. branching out of photography, especially wedding photography, and, and yeah, informing your uh, your creative side with that, I think is definitely beneficial. Oh, for sure. Do you have any advice for newcomers coming into the photo world? especially in the wedding industry? Um, kind of what I just said. Um, basically, uh, use outside influences uh, to help you be more creative. Uh, look at art. Go to a museum, you know. Uh, don't rely heavily on um, Facebook groups. Um, there's a lot of good Facebook groups out there for sure. Like, yours is awesome. And it's like the first one in a while that I've been actually loving posting in. Um, but there's a lot of ones that kind of kind of churn out like an amalgamation of whatever is trendy. And I feel like it's hard to be creative if all you're looking at are images of things that other people got from other people, which, you know, uh -huh. everyone gets everything from everybody. But if you can get your things from uh, a large variety of different sources and make something that is uniquely you, um, then it is new. It is it can be exciting. It can be creative. So if you're looking at art, you're listening to music, you're watching films, and you're using that to help you be more creative, then that you know, that's that's the best way to do it, I think. And don't be don't okay. be afraid to like do crazy stuff and you know, be weird. I have a question I just thought of yeah. um, that I think <laughs> you would be really good at answering. Do you believe that nothing is original? Um, in the photo world? Yeah, uh, I believe that in photo world, film world, anywhere. Um, I think there's a word for it. It's called, um, there's pastiche. Um, I think that's what it's called. Um, and it just means using all of your influences to create something new. Um, a lot of filmmakers, that's like when you go watch the movies, uh, that that's what you're looking that's what you're watching you're watching the filmmakers uh, favorite movies put together as something new there's totally nothing wrong with that um it's when you're using your uh it's when you're using your idols to create something that is theirs like a tribute to them is maybe when you're kind of skirting into copying but when you're yeah. when you're using everything that you love and you know creating something new out of it yeah, totally. Uh, nothing new, but totally nothing wrong with that at all. Do you have any less thoughts or things you would like to say? Uh, I think this is a really short episode, so you can talk. 
as much as you want. That's fine. Um, yeah. Well, I, I would just like to say this podcast is really cool. Um, <laughs> I I don't listen to a lot of podcasts besides like uh, true crime, <laughs> and like murder podcasts. Um, it's like a, the best way to uh, pass the eight hour drive away um, is to, you know, really creep myself out with murders, I guess. <laughs> but, um, but I, I've been listening to this podcast and I've been loving it. It's just cool. Um, it's a good, like we would listen a lot of podcasts, my wife and I listen to, and we're like silent the whole time. Cause we're, we're just listening to it. But this one was neat because we would listen to it and then we'd have to pause it and then talk about what we've just heard <laughs> for a while. So we're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Well, I heard this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so it was just kind of cool. It was a more, it, it felt like a more interactive podcast. So I hope there's somebody this. listening to it and they pause me right now. And they're like, <laughs> Let's talk about this guy. I gotta go. What's been <laughs> What's been your favorite episode then? Um, I liked. Let me hold on. I, I hope that this person's not listening because I forgot their name. But uh, let's see. It was the one. The one. It, it was the one that she had just started photographing like five years ago. Oh, um, something rad. Something rad. Oh, that's Twyla Jones. Twyla Jones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Twyla. If you're no. after um, I, she was like, she sounds like she's got she's got it together. And Dude, she does. She's amazing. And, and I want to be her when I grow up. Yeah, and uh, we were looking at her beach photography, and we were like, let's go to the beach. <laughs> and Yeah. And uh, he, Rosalie said that she set up her kingdom so quickly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah she was like I, I just started you know i got a camera five years ago and i was like good for you that's amazing i so i stayed with her in ireland me and a couple of friends stayed with um them in ireland for like two nights yeah. and i got to see her shoot a session cool. i wasn't close enough to like hear what she was saying but i was like man this is impressive because it was really yeah. cold it was like miserable outside yeah. and this kid had to be she was like maybe three. Oh wow! I was like, I am super impressed. And this was two years ago, so it was only like three years into her having a business. Yeah, um, I I would hope yeah. that someone would say that about me if they watched me shoot, but they'd probably be like, "What is this guy doing? And who, who who's paying this guy?" <laughs> and then uh, and then when you see the images, you're like, "Oh, okay, well, whatever." It worked. Normally, yeah. Normally, when people see me shoot, they're like, um, "We don't expect the types of in- images you produce with the way you shoot." I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry, I'm low key." <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm low key, but also weird people out. I'm sure there's been plenty of couples that left the session. And we're like, "Who was that guy?" <laughs> yeah, I have definitely 100% had sessions where people should not have hired me, and they probably left the session being like, um. <laughs> Let's not hire her for the wedding. Well, that's that's why we we yeah. we lug a Bluetooth speaker around with us because uh, we can we can just play tunes and make it less awkward sometimes <laughs> if we're being awkward. What do you normally put on for clients uh, when you're shooting? It really just depends. Um, I kind of just read read them and see what they're into. Um, the the couple, the Juniper Juniper film couple that we shot. Um, or I'm sorry, films by Juniper. <laughs> Rosalie corrected me. Um, we started playing some Tyler the Creator. I don't even know if they liked them, but it, like it made 
it made for some really interesting photos because they were trying to dance to it. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's really cool. Um, oh, and then also another little thing we started doing was we stopped saying, "All right, this is going to sound weird," but because we found ourselves saying that all the time, and the couple was always like, "That wasn't weird," <laughs> so so we stopped saying that. I always tell people if they feel awkward, they're doing it right. Yeah, that's a good way. To, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that it looks good on camera. Like I had to say that on Saturday to a bunch of groomsmen. They, um, the church lady actually threatened them. And it was like, if anyone is any sort of drunk before the ceremony, then we're canceling everything. So by the time the ceremony was over and we started like the group photos, like no one had had any alcohol. So the guys were just, you know, real awkward. Yeah for me and I had to be like hey I know you guys feel awkward but you're doing it right you're doing great let's keep it up um we get beer soon (laughs) yeah it's like a uh all 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 stick no carrot until they get there yeah basically (laughs) Uh, we, we ended up in in the middle of all the um group photos we went to a bar so they all got beer oh that's cool yeah so it was nice. So where can people find you? Okay, so on Instagram, we are at Zach and Rosalie. Um, Is that Z-A-C-H or Z-A-C-K? Z-A-C-H. So Zach and Rosalie. Um, Rosalie back here said, like the vampire from Twilight. Nice. Which that's something that has kind of um, happened less frequently. But people used to always say, like Twilight? Like from Twilight? Because it was like the only place they heard that name, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then we're Zach and Rosalie on Facebook. And and then ZachandRosalie.com. Alrighty. Um, any more final thoughts before we go? Uh, yeah. Send me um, a few of your favorite bands and I'll make a playlist for you to listen Ooh. to while you're editing. Okay. I will do that right now. Editing the super short episode. And then I will share it in the group in the uh, podcast notes. So yeah, cool. Everyone can listen to it. Yeah, that's awesome. Alrighty, thank you so much. All right, thank you. I can't wait to listen to the next episode with my awkward voice. Me too. <laughs> wait, you agree my voice is awkward? No, I'm just really awkward. You should hear the next episode I'm putting out. It's so bad. I'm so bad. We should call this this episode "Awkward Wars." I'm putting that in my show notes right now. <laughs> it's going to be like, have you ever seen the Emperor's New Groove? Yes. I'm, I'm still recording, so this is nice. <laughs> well, there, there's a part. I can't remember what character says it, but they're like, is that my voice? That's like. <laughs> I'm sure that's what I'm going to be doing the whole time. Gonna, <laughs> my voice? <laughs> Cusco. Cusco says that. Cusco says that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go watch that movie again.